0: Hey, good people. This is your favorite counselor, Tara body. And welcome back to God and therapy season three. I am so excited to have you back and to be back to discuss a very important topic. It is the next thing that I believe that God wants me to discuss is the thing that a lot of people are coming into the counseling space discussing, and that is. Friendships. So we're going to talk about this. Godly connections and friendships that God wants us to have, that we must have in order to fulfill the purpose God has for our life. So I am going to be bringing in some great people, my friends (laughs) and those that are close to me this season so that you can see why those relationships are important how i use relationships in my life so that you can start applying some of these practices to in your life so i'm going to bring in my real people the people that pour into tara body the people that i connect with that god brought these connections into my life i understood the purpose of these folks and we're going to have some really good conversations so today i want to lay down the foundation for why this is important because A lot of you may have have been raised in households where friendships was not a priority. Your parents didn't have friends or they connected with people, but dismissed them very easily. You weren't taught how to be sociable. You weren't taught how to connect with people and maintain long-lasting, long-term friendships. So there is a deficit in your life. Trust me, there's a deficit. (laughs) Some people say, I don't need friends. My family is my friend's. Yeah, that's not actually biblical. That's not actually the way God wants you to connect in this world. Yes. He gave you family members. Yes. That's a part of your life. That is a part of your development meant that is a part of your growth. But then there's another level outside of your friendship where God needs you to connect with other people so that he can get some more stuff to you and he can get something out of you to other people because that is the whole point of being a disciple of of Christ is that we understand we have been given gifts and talents and things about us that God needs to spread as far as possible in your community and some of you around the world. So I really wanna dive in today to really tell you the reason why you're gonna have to get connections in this season if you don't have them and if your connections have been a little uh dysfunctional i want to give you solutions for having more healthier connections so let me go ahead and give you the three points i'm gonna give it to you up front the three reasons why you need to have friends okay you need friendships for comfort and strength you need friendships for accountability. And you need friendships for collaboration. Let me say that again. You need friendships for confidence, strength. You need friends for accountability and you need friends for collaboration. So of course, I'm going to go to the word of God to, to go ahead and tell you why you need these things and why God is on point with this. So the first one, confidence, strength, it says. Ecclesiastics four, nine through 10 says two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. It says, if either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. See, I've met people who say, I don't really need friends. God is my friend. Jesus is my friend. And I look at them real sideways because Jesus had friends. (laughs) Jesus had actual friends, guys. He picked 12 people to walk with him. The son of God, Who, if anybody didn't need anybody, but God, it would have been Jesus. He still, before he did ministry, picked 12 people to accomplish his mission. It was a twofold situation. He needed their help to do ministry to all the people he did it with and he also understood that he's imparting and discipling them through the, through the relationship that he was going to leave something with these people. He was going to give them something in this process. Yes, they were helping him and he was also gifting them and imparting something into him that has caused Christianity to multiply throughout the world. Even to date. that's how close this relationship was. That's how vital it was. And this is why he has taught us that we got to do the same thing. So if you're on this planet and you have yet to connect with the right people, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you're not living out. Your full purpose is no way you're doing that without the right connections, without friendships, without collaborations. Um, We know that Jesus called these people, his friends, because he says, John 15 and 15, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. Jesus called the disciples his friends. See, a lot of people, you believe that um, there is no need for a connection because some of you feel like you're super holy, you're super up there, you're super accomplished, you're super successful. I don't need anybody. Everybody needs me, but I don't need anybody. Jesus Christ, again, was an example to us that. Everybody needs collaboration. Everybody needs friendship. You need it. It's very important that you have it. Like the verse said before, it says, pity anyone who falls and doesn't have anyone to help them up. And, you know, last season we talked about marriage and some of you say, well, my spouse is my friend. Your spouse is one of your friends. Okay. For those who say that's all I need is my spouse and we besties and that's all we do. I'm going to tell you even that's not enough. Okay, you need more than your spouse as your friend. Yes, your spouse can be friend. Your spouse can be bestie. And we're gonna talk about friendship and marriage this season as well. But there's a whole nother group of people that God needs you to walk with. And we need to talk about that. So the first point was you need friends for comfort and strength. If you've ever been in a season of your life where you know I am going through it, I'm going through it. God will give you love and comfort through a friend. Proverbs 27 and nine says, perfume and incense bring joy to the heart and the pleasantness of a friend springs from their heartfelt advice. I cannot tell you how grateful I am for the friends that have walked with me through various seasons of my life as a wife, as a mother, just as a person trying to live out my life in purpose. My friendships have been vital whenever I was going through seasons of storms, seasons where I, I really did not feel the presence of God. I did not feel loved. I did not feel strength. God used people in my life to give me that comfort and that strength. The word of God tells us to consistently pray for for the saints. As we are walking this walk, we're going to hit hard times. We're going to hit storms. We're going to have seasons in our life where we truly want to give up. But when you have connections, where you are vulnerable with people, when you are connected to them, God will send them to encourage you, to love on you, to speak life into you, to intercede for you, to pray for you. And I know I got my strong people out there. I used to be like you. I just, when I'm going through, I want to be by myself and I don't need nobody else to come in and to connect. I just heal by myself. I self-soothe. Well, a lot of you had to self-soothe because you didn't have anybody in your life to soothe you when you were a child. You were left out there to help yourself. When you were going through it as a child, nobody comforted you when you were going through it, when you were out crying, when you were hurting, you didn't have a lap to lay your head in. You didn't have anyone that showed you compassion. So therefore, you have grown up believing that you have to self-soothe, that you have to go through things by yourself, that there is no one that could respond to your needs or respond to your hurts. So you have developed this Self-soothing, I have to sacrifice on my own. And don't get me wrong, self-soothing is important at times. But there are times where your self-soothing isn't working. And you know you're at home every day crying and you can't get out of that bed and it's a struggle for you to get to work and you are going down. You need to reach out to other people. This is when you need to have your friends lined up for comfort and strength in your life. This is how God gets to us through our friends. This is how he uses. He uses other people. He taps people on the shoulder for you and tell them, hey, they need a word today. They need encouragement today. But if you don't build those relationships and you don't cultivate those relationships, when the storm comes, you don't have them. And then you are left out woe to them, (laughs) falling, and you have no one to help you. So I want to talk about this second topic when I say that friendship is used for accountability. A lot of us are not connecting with people so that we can grow. And when I mean accountability, I don't just mean sin. Yes, that's that's major that you have friends that will pray for you, see you falling and they can help you and they can encourage you and they can give you strength when you're dealing with sins and weaknesses. But some of you don't have friends that are holding you accountable to purpose. You need friends that will remind you what God said about you and they will encourage you to finish what God is telling you to finish. You have to have friends in your life that tell you, I see something in you i know god has given you this gift this talent this skill set and you're not using it <laughs> and they're gonna gonna bug you and they're gonna tell you over and over again you need to get up why are you not doing this hey friend what about that book you were supposed to be writing what about that project you were supposed to be starting where's that business you said you were gonna do You need friends that remind you what God said about you. You need friends that will keep bugging you. And I know you think that's annoying, but that's what makes us move is when you tell somebody, God told me this and they believe you and they say, I believe that for you. And then they're going to come back and remind you when they don't see you doing it. We need that level of accountability. Our friends hold us accountable when we're falling and they'll say, friend, I don't believe that that's what God calls you into. I see, I get it. That's where you at right now. I know you're hurting and it has you out there, but I need to call you back into strength that is not your character. That's not who you are. I know who you are and i believe in who god has called you to be i need you to come out of that weak space i need you to come out of that sin i need you to come out of that space that head space that you are in and they are there to consistently encourage you they are there to see you through whatever storms of life you're going through you need friendship accountability um this first Peter four and 10 says each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Part of building connection is because we are supposed to collaborate, which is my third point. We are to, supposed to connect with people to collaborate so that all of us are using our gifts for the greater good and for the greater kingdom. Every human being has been placed on this earth with a set of gifts, talents, or information that they are to spread out throughout the world. And part of connecting with friends is I am giving you what God has given me. I love all of my friendships. As you meet my friends, you're going to see, I'm going to let you know what each of them have brought into my life. I have gifts that I give them freely, but they have amazing gifts that God has given them to benefit and support my life. And I'm going to show you, we're going to walk through each friend and I'm going to tell you, I understood why these people were in my life. And that's another, uh, skill set. I want to talk about is you're actually supposed to choose your friends. Did you know that (laughs) some of you are failing because you are letting people choose you and that's not how that go. A lot of you have got connected to the wrong people, to dysfunctional people that have harmed you and hurt you. And now you're bruised so that when now God is trying to bring good friendships into your life and good people to collaborate with you, you are paranoid. You don't want to deal with people. You're, you're, you have a guard up and you don't want to let that guard down. You refuse to be vulnerable because you let somebody come in that you didn't particularly choose, but they chose you. And you say, well, Tyra, you know, am I supposed to be choosing? Absolutely. Let me read it for you right through the word of God, Proverbs 12 and 26. This is the NIV translation. It says the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. You see, Jesus chose the 12 disciples. He chose who he wanted to walk with. He knew who they were. He knew why he needed them and he had them walk with him. Now these weren't perfect men. They weren't perfect people. He had to rebuke them at times, but he chose them specifically for a reason. And as you read the word of God, you'll see there are times when Jesus would heal somebody or deliver somebody and they would say, I want to walk with you. Can I stay with you? And he would tell them, no, (laughs) he would tell them, go back to your home country. Tell them what you saw today. No, go on your way. Be blessed. He didn't let people choose him. He didn't. He healed people. He preached to people. He loved on people but he chose his friends because Jesus understood who we needed and why he needed it. And a lot of us are letting people choose us. We're letting anybody attach to us. And that should be an evaluation. Anytime somebody comes into your life and you should say, why are they here? What do I need them for? Because you could probably clearly see what they need you for because they're choosing based upon they need something from you. But that should be a moment where you're saying, what do I need them for? How is this person, a connection with this person going to benefit my life? And it doesn't have to be something materialistic or tangible, but it should be something where there's going to be good fruit because this person came into your life. You should be able to identify a positive trait about this person that you may need or want to learn. And by being in fellowship with them. That's going to be added to your life. If you have somebody trying to connect with you and you can't see any reason that you would collaborate with them and connect with them for something that you need in your life, that's not a godsend. sin. I'm going to tell you today, that's not a godsend. sin. Some of you are hurting right now because you say, I've been consistently used by people. Everybody's used me. I got people that I give to and nobody gives to me. Yeah, because you let anybody attach to you. You let them come and take from you. You never assess what you can pull from that person. You never ask to get anything from that person. You have become a people pleaser where you consistently giving out, giving out, giving out, buying love, doing, and you never stop to assess what is that getting me from these people? Is there any reciprocity in this relationship? Your relationship should be re- reciprocal. I don't care who tells you differently. Every friendship should be reciprocal. Yes, there are times where God will have you to mentor to people, give to people, love on people, but your friendships, those that are close to you should be reciprocal. That should be something you should be able to say. I am friends with this person because this is how they add to my life. This is what they give. This is what they bring to me. And some of your friendships, They're not going to have everything that you need, but they have something vital and specific that you need. Because sometimes we try to make a person everything and God is saying, no, I need you to stick specifically for that thing, for that person. And then I need you to pull in another person for this other thing that you're needing. See, when we try to make a person, one person, everything, we suffocate the relationship. We become clingy and possessive. We get our feelings hurt when they try to branch out and have other friends because we try to make the person be a friend for everything. And God is saying, no, you need to connect with multiple people, multiple people, the same way Christ did it. He connected with 12 people that walked closely. And you study the word. He had many disciples over the 12, but the 12 were closer. And then even in his inner circle, there was Peter John. Peter, John, and James, these are the people that even came even closer because there are some people that can't see you in the garden of Gethsemane. There are some people that can't see you when you're vulnerable. That's not meant for everybody. There are some friends that can hold you up when you're crying. There are some friends that can see you at your weakest point, but everybody can't. Everybody cannot walk in that garden with you when you're going through, when you're crying and pray for you and hold you up. You have to have a certain group of friends that truly understand who you are and they are supportive of you. So I prayed at this season that I am able to help you understand the importance of friendship, why you need them. And then as you hear the conversations with my friends and the various things that we do together and how we connect, it will give you something to apply to your life. It will help you to. Really, even for the friendships you already have, how to make them fruitful. Because some of you, your friendships could be more fruitful with more vulnerability. And then I want to help you understand how there are still more people God wants to connect with you. I know some of you are like, no new friends. I'm good. I got enough. But with every season of growth in your life and every level you go to, trust me, there's another person on that level that God wants to connect with you and yes we're going to talk about when friendships end because sometimes our season with our friends may end yes that can be hard yes that can be grievous Oh, that could be terrible. I I tell people sometimes when you break up with a friend, it could be worse than a romantic relationship (laughs) because that person you have shared a lot with, you have been vulnerable with them. So sometimes ending friendships is also grievous. And I want to talk about that this season too, because it's all about our godly connections. As long as we are humans living on this earth and on this planet, we are going to be around people but I want to level up your relational intelligence in this season. So you know how to connect with people and how to use those relationships to be super productive for yourself and for other people. So if y'all don't mind, if you come along with me this season, we are going to level up our relational intelligence. And this year we are going to make friends. We are going to impact the world. We're going to disciple others for Christ. And we are going to live out the great commission. So thank you for this first episode. Just to lay down the groundwork and I'll see you next week. Take care.